chapter 4, verse 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Amen. God has given men to you as a gift. I want to say, accept the gift. Accept all that God has for you. Amen. Let's Amen. continue reading verse 12. Why did these ministers come? For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So what is Brother Timothy, Brother Bus, Brother Timothy in the back supposed to do? Brother Asse, what are we called to do? To perfect the saints, to edify the body. Amen. Amina. If you're not an edifying minister, you're not a minister. If you're tearing people apart, you're not a God called minister. But as we're going to speak this morning, though, the ministry needs to be against spirits in our day. Amen. Because ministry is not supposed to preach against people. Ministry, ministry should not uh, speak against a circumstance or uh, something that's happening in the church. They need to find the mind of God, which was a, from a prophet, to speak the word in love. And when you do that, I guarantee you, you will find the results. And our last verse, verse 13. Till we all, can we say all? Not some in, in, the, in the world. Till we all come in the unity of the faith. So, folks, so believers in Africa, Africa, we need to unify around the faith. And our faith is in who? In Jesus. So you got to unify around the faith in Jesus. Amen. Amen. And of the knowledge of the Son of God unto, unto a perfect man. Now, does that mean your pastor is perfect? Does that mean William Branham was perfect? No. No man is perfect except Jesus Christ. Brother Bus, have you ever made a mistake? See, the problem is, is when you ask a minister if he makes a mistake, or you start getting in his personal life, you notice how hard he'll get. Yeah. Hard, how hard he will get. 
I'm going to tell you what that minister, that minister is dealing with or any of you are dealing with. What you're dealing with. Any minister that is like that or a person that is like that where they harden their heart. They have pride. How many want to be proudful? Then why are we preaching with pride? Why are we walking around like the bride of Christ? I'm the bride. When you need to be walking like this. Clothed in humility. Amen. That is the spirit of Christ. To remain humble when you've received great revelation. Amen. You may have your seats. So this morning we want to speak on our Christ-centered absolute. And I'm just going to say something Brother Briscoe always said when he preached. He, he always said this. If you have a question, write it down and come talk to me after. So what I took from that under that ministry was that it's important to take notes in church. Because a lot of people are just listening to the message and they don't even absorb it into their heart. And they go out and live a totally different life. Brother Timothy, do you want your children to have the life of Jesus Christ in them? Amen. Amen. Every father would say, I want my life, the life of God in my children. Then, then we need to make this book a living book, a living word in us. Because when we truly do that in our lives, your child has a 98% chance of receiving Jesus Christ. Amen. So this morning, we want to speak on a Christ-centered absolute. This is my only absolute. How many believe that the Bible is your absolute? I'm going to say something and it might offend you. But the message preached by Brother Branham is not the absolute. Do you understand? Brother Branham's message. And he says it in his message. That the Bible was his absolute. Many, many, many times. Many, many times. But see, men, when he died, lifted up his message above this. And any person that does that has done the exact same thing that they did in Wesley's day, that they did in Luther's day. 
Is that true? It's nothing but the truth. I'm here to tell you though, without the message, you cannot understand your Bible. Amen. So therefore the message becomes one with the Bible. Hallelujah. Do you understand? This though, cannot be over this. That is the balance. The imbalance is when we make this greater than the Bible. If you're taking notes, this message that I'm going to preach came from 1962, 12.30 m. And it was called the absolute. See, the problem is, is people preach their own doctrine. And Brother Peter, you know where they got their message from? Google. What's the five things denominations are preaching about right now? Brother Tim Andes has never gotten a message from the Google. Brother Tim Andes has never listened to another ministry and preached their doctrine. The only, thing, the only thing I need to read as a true minister is the message of the hour that points me to my absolute. So Brother Bus, how many love Brother Bus? But if Brother Bus leaves the word of God, you leave the man. That, that's not disrespectful. If Brother Tim starts preaching another Jesus, you leave the man. But see, people worship their pastor. They worship him. They make him God. And they make him their absolute. I'm here to tell you, Jesus Christ is your absolute. If a minister says you don't need Malachi 4, you need to say false prophet because he cut out scripture. If a person tells you, if a person tells you this, you can live your life the way you want. That's a false prophet. If a person tells you it's okay to cut your hair, it's a this is the message that Brother Branham preached. The ministry today, the bride ministry, should only be preaching the third pool. Brother Timothy, Brother Buss, when we preach the third pool, will we have a big congregation? Never. Never. Because what we have in the message of the hour is people 
people that preach the first pool and second pool they want someone to come lay their hands on them and shout hallelujah they want someone to come down their way and touch them they want someone to discern and call out their name because that's signs and wonders. Signs and wonders will follow believers. Amen. Amina. Signs and wonders do follow us. But saints of the living God, I want the spoken word right before the ending of time to cut things out of my life. Amen. So I am here to tell, I am here to make a message. I am here to lift up the message. I am here to lift up Jesus, which is the message. See, we have an hour, we've had an hour and a half of music. So I don't want anyone getting tired on me. You should, should be like this brother on the edge of his seat. Yeah. We should be focused. Because now, this part of the service is greater than the plane of the music. This part of the service is greater clapping and dancing. This part of the service is the judgment. And today you're going to be judged by the word. And the bride of Jesus Christ loves judgment. Because we will be judged here, not there. Amen. What is judging us? What is judging your life? This. What I'm going to preach today is all from this. The prophet had the same spirit of Moses and Elijah. And the bride, Jesus Christ, has the same spirit. And we preach the message. Not with a bunch of fantastics. Brother Tim, Brother Tim, you notice, is not going to churches that are having hundreds of baptisms. I'm not going to churches that are having hundreds of people baptized. Now listen very carefully. Baptism is an important step. But you know where people in this message in this country have failed is they didn't get people to repentance. Have you read your Bibles? It says you must repent and then be baptized. What is happening today in your country is people are getting baptized without repenting. Therefore, if I challenge them and I said, where are the people you've baptized? Most, most of those people 
don't even have a Bible. And most of those same people do not read the message. And most of those people after they're baptized Brother Bus, where are they? We're having, we're having this huge sweeping revival in Uganda. Then why are there only 50 people here? Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not trying to attack anybody. I don't have one person in my mind. I'm attacking a spirit in our day. And the same spirit in Uganda is the same in America. They want to take pictures of all the baptisms in their ministry. They want to take videos of the great miracles. We've done the same thing, haven't we, Brother Bus? And that's to give all glory to Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen! Hallelujah! Just like a Brother Timothy could stand here. When it seems Brother Bus is lifting him up. Lifting him up. Brother Bus is not lifting up him. He's lifting up the God in Timothy. We're lifting up Jesus in the brothers. But what I look for is the fruits that follow a ministry. You don't listen to what Brother Tim preaches today. And the word condemn you and cause you to change. Then I am a false minister. Amen. Amen. Brother Aseg. If we compromise on the word of God, we will have a great following. Amen. Amen. But when we don't compromise, only the true believer will stay with you. Brother, Brother Buss, it doesn't matter your age. Continue to not compromise with the message. Any true minister that listens to this service never compromise. Never ever accept money from any ministry from any organization that will cause you to compromise the word of God. Brother Isaac, can you stand? Brother Isaac, this brother gave a testimony that God provided a job. Amen. What if this brother, though, in his hour of need, had texted me and 15 other Americans and, and said, I'm in need, I need money. Then he would have replaced Jehovah Jireh with those Americans. Do you understand? African believers and all that listen. Jehovah is my provider. Not Americans. Not Europeans. No man can buy me. Thank you, Brother Isaac. God bless you, Brother Isaac. And now he has a witness God gave him a greater job. Did he, did he deserve it? 
No. You just said he was supposed to be educated. But God uses those kind of men. Amen. Amen. If your ministry is built on giving from another church, in the name of Jesus Christ, you need to stop receiving those things. Because what you don't realize is they're using you. This is discernment of spirit. I'm discerning spirits in Africa right now. A God called pastor must be set by God, not by a man. Can I get an amen? A minister of the gospel must be God called, not man elected. Nothing but the truth. If you have ever witnessed somebody that was publicly prophesied over and then suddenly became a minister, I didn't get it. And then suddenly became a minister. It is not of God. You know how Brother Tim can say that? Because I had this man say something to me. And I have told nobody. And I have told no one. You know why? Because God doesn't do public things for a show. God does things in secret. And then in the privacy of your life, at the time appointed, your private life will become public. If you're cheating on your wife, it will become public. If you're committing adultery on your husband, mark my words. Someone already knows. Somebody already knows. Someone already knows you committed adultery. He knows. See, people in our African churches are not conscious of God. I said they're not conscious of God. Their consciousness has been seared. Amen. Amen. Help us, Lord, to not be seared in our conscience. You say, Brother Tim, this is legalism. There's no way I can live the Bible. You're right. You can't live it. But Jesus can live it through you. I'm going to read a powerful quote in discernment of spirit. The quote is from a prophet. A word prophet. That is very important. 
The brother Branham is the word prophet over our age. And then there's five ministerial gifts. But the prophet is over all five. If I had a whiteboard, Brother Branham was a prophet, capital P. But under him is a prophet, small p. You understand? Brother Branham said his son was a prophet. Small p. So, so Brother Joseph is part of the fivefold ministry. Under the message of our day. Just like Brother Bus is part of the fivefold ministry. Just like Brother Timothy, Brother Asset, any of you, brothers, are under the message. We receive the message of the hour. And if it comes through the absolute, which is the Bible, which it does, then we receive it in that spirit. Brother Graham says every man ought to have a church home. How many believe you ought to have a church? Oh. If you're in a church without a pastor, warning, you're not, you're not following the message. You ought to have a place. Not to just float about from pillar to post. But have somewhere that you go to church. And you call it. Days of the Voice Fellowship. Somewhere that you pay your tithe. And somewhere you support the cause. Take your choice. But don't never disfellowship the other man. Because he don't belong with your group. Message pastors are guilty. People that say they believe the message are guilty of this verse. This, this sentence. Brother Bus, come here. come here. These brothers are going to link their arms together. Link their arms. The message of the hour produces this. Does everyone understand? The message of the hour through a prophet when received 100% produces this. What is this, brother? Fellowship. Fellowship, unity, the devil's program, the devil's program is to cause disfellowship. Brother Eseg, 
Brother Sege. I don't need Brother Bust. Brother Bust he moved back to Uganda. He doesn't love me. Oh, you're not in Uganda. This fellowship. Woe unto the man. And I say this in all sincerity. Woe unto any man that does this. That causes disfellowship. When we believe a message that restores, brother, that restores fellowship, and not just to restore fellowship with you and God, but to restore fellowship with your brothers, receive the message today. Don't cancel people out. Don't say Brother Fred is not of God. Don't say Brother Stephen Abali is not of God. Don't do that. Because that spirit is the very spirit that is causing disunity in the brotherhood. That spirit is antichrist. Young people. Don't ever disfellowship yourself with your brother and sister. I believe, I believe young people will rise above disfellowship. I believe there are young men in the message that are preaching right now that will not cause disfellowship. Amen. Brothers in the message, can you raise your hand? I will never cause disfellowship in the message. And if you have, if you have, what do I need to do, Brother Tim, if I have? Repent. It's done when you repent. But you might have to email them. You might need to text them. You might need to call them. And you might even have to meet them. And when that meeting happens, then you know you're ready for a rapture. I want to ask a question. How many believe this is their absolute? Then we should read this sometimes or all the time. So let's get a Bible. Let's get a Bible. Your children need a Bible. They don't need psychology. They need a Bible. Amen. Amen. Brother Branham continues. Discern his spirit. Discern a brother that leads your group. And see if he has the same purpose in his heart. Then, then you got fellowship. One with another. When, when will you have that fellowship? When you discern his spirit. When Brother Tim sits over here and I listen to a minister. When Brother Tim sits over there. And I listen to a minister. Or anywhere in a church. I am looking at his spirit. 
I'm looking at what his motive and objective for even having here. And do you know why I came to Brother Bus? Not because I think he has a great ministry. Not because I think he's a special man. I came because the spirit in me is the same spirit. This man. Has been crucified by men in the message. This man you're looking at has been crucified by people that say they believe the message. Brother Bus, any minister of the gospel, we will have hurts. We will have wounds in our lives. But the only way for healing is to forgive. I said, forgive the brother. Love it anyhow. When he says and questions your revelation, you can look him in the face and say, I love you. You can look at him and say, I love you. Love you. Brother, we might not agree on everything. I might have to lead your church. But I love you anyhow. The church. In the church. This is a quote. There is a pastor. And that pastor is a special person. He's built where he can. Put up with the fusses of the people. A true pastor can put up when people fuss. Why? Because he's a burden bearer. He's the ox of the team. He is a man that can sit down. Somebody's got something against somebody. I want you to be thinking about your pastor right now. Your pastor is not here, right? But when you're here in Uganda, your pastor is here. You understand? These brothers were birthed from Brother Bus. Brother Bus will always be their father in the faith. But there's also a pastor now in Ethiopia. That pastor should be able to sit down with the two families and take neither side. He should be able to reason it out. And this is 104. And bring it back. He should be able to bring an argument back into sweetness. Why? Because he's a pastor. Here it is, the special part. He knows how to take care of things. Amen. Amen. Young people. Young people. If you have a problem, go to your daddy. Go to your mommy. If they can't help you, you need to have a pastor. 
Only half of you agree that we need a pastor. Did you know that there is a big movement in the message of the hour? That actually believes their pastor can be in another country. That is not the message. Your pastor needs to be a local pastor. He needs to be an active pastor. Not, not an untouchable pastor. He needs to someone that has a burden. He needs to be someone that can pray with you. If you are a pastor right now, whether you're streaming, God bless you. Whether you will hear this service later. If you receive tithes from people that don't go to your church, you're a hypocrite. Do you understand? Tithes are supposed to go, as Brother Branham said, to the local minister, to the local church that you go and attend. Do you know what's happening right now in our days? People are becoming TV evangelists. People are becoming worldwide pastors. They can sit in their home, girls and boys. They can sit in their home and be a pastor and never see the person. That is anti-Christ. That is anti-Bible. What does the Bible say? Gather yourself together. Gather to have what? Fellowship. What did COVID do? Cause disfellowship. It was the spirit of Antichrist. And ministers compromised. They found out it was the tithes never changed when they started streaming. They found out their offerings actually went up instead of down during COVID. They found out, oh, we can have one service instead of two on Sunday. Do you understand? Hypocrite. Liars. Taking the word of God and taking advantage of it. Brother and sister in the message, I hope you're not serving the message for blessings. Brother Tim does not serve Jesus Christ to be blessed. I serve Jesus Christ because it's the harder way. It's the only way to eternal life. Amen. Now we're going to preach. Now we're going to preach. We've laid down the, the absolute. We must believe this is our absolute. Then what does the Bible say? The Bible says this. If you want to be a minister, if you want to be a believer, and you desire to do good, you must be blameless. You must be the husband of one wife. You must be sober of good behavior. 
You must be given to hospitality. I'm talking to every person here. Sisters and brothers alike. You must not be given to wine. The Bible says that. Why do people believe it? They can just drink wine. You're not a minister. You're, you just disqualified yourself. If you want to be a lady or a sister or a brother, sorry. You need to treat people with respect. Amen? Brother Peter? Peter? I don't think I'm any better than you. A person that truly wants respect. They actually lower themselves. And you know what I'm lowering myself to? Do you know what the bride of Christ? You say your bride. But you live like the church. How can you be bride? When you look. When you look, when you talk, when you walk, like a church. Are we a church? Or are we the bride of Christ? Come on, saints. Do you believe the message? Do you translate the message? God gave him a gift to translate. Don't stop translating the message. I say that in all sincerity. Young men. Not every message is in your language right now. If I were you. And you did not have a job. I would translate the message. Say, I, need, I need money, brother. I need to provide for my family. The message is what gives you the ability to provide. If you're a sister, you can translate the message. Oh, and all the brothers didn't like that. Go and look at Thursday night at Cloverdale Bible Way. Whether Ed Biscoll makes an announcement that a Chinese sister is translating the service and he says something very profound. You can do that. So where in the message do we get it that men can only translate the message? Where do we get that? We got that from law. We got that from man. But my prophet said, a lady is greater than a man. My prophet said, my wife is greater than me. My wife is who I am. If you doormat your wife, if you, if you can't wash the dishes with your wife, if you can't clean the house with your wife, you are not ready for the rapture. Because a bride is getting herself ready. And her husband is coming down and saying, I want to walk with you. I want to talk with you. I want to have fellowship with you. You want harmony in your home. 
If you want harmony in your home, why don't you just try saying, wife, sit down. Here's some ice cream. You relax and I'll wash the dishes. Young men, you can say amen that are married. But receive what I'm saying. The older brothers right now are going, this is a hard saying. But it's nothing but the truth. You know how I can say that? Because the prophet for our day did the same thing. You haven't read that message then. Brother Branham said it. He said when his wife slammed the door in his face. That wasn't my wife. So he didn't go marching in there. What did you do that for? The prophet came in and said. You didn't do that right. You hindered God. You hindered the spirit of God. That's exactly how he said it. And you know what she did? She asked for forgiveness. And their marriage moved on. That is my example. Amen. People have asked the question, how long should a sister wear a skirt? That very question is not good. I said that very question is not good. Because you made the message law. Here's your answer you should just see how far away from the world you can get instead of how close amen but I, but I saw the pastor's wife wearing tight skirts i saw the pastor's wife with a big split there's where the confusion is you compared yourself with a pastor's wife you compared yourself with a man brother bus never compare yourself with another man never never compare yourself with another ministry don't try to copy William Branham be you be Timothy be Isaac be who you are you have a calling you I don't care if they've been in the message. I don't care if they say they're in the message for 40 years. You look at their wife. And she's starting to wear earrings. In the message. That's exactly what the Bible says not to do. Any pastor's wife that wears makeup needs a born again experience. And that pastor needs to step down. His ministry is not great. Any minister that has children that have walked away from the message needs to humble himself. Needs to humble himself. 
and say, you know what? I've made mistakes. Brother Bus, I've sat in a service and a minister made this statement. I've never argued with my wife. False. False. Can you please raise your hand? Someone in here that has never had a disagreement or argument with your wife. Please stand up on your feet. Oh, the pastor's sitting down. Do you understand the severity of that comment? It wasn't reality. It made a person seem like they were perfect. And you know what happened? This is going to help somebody. Sisters in the message from that service used that one word to tell their husband there's not harmony in our home because this minister said he never argued see where the devil comes in makes a wife doubt her husband sister let me just tell you something your husband as long as what he's speaking is in line well, with this, you better submit 100%. I know I just heard more sisters say amen than brothers. That is why I love Africa. Because Africa knows their position. A sister knows her position. But as the prophet said in America, women's rights will rise. Where they will think women are greater than men. That is the serpent speaking. Women are greater. We now have a vice president that's a woman. Amen? Fulfilling the prophecy. The fifth. The fifth vision. People are trying to say he, that also fulfills the sixth vision. And it may be. But he also linked the sixth vision with the Catholic spirit. How many of you read the message? That spirit is alive and well. And you know where it is? And people that say they believe the message of the hour. You say, Brother Tim, that's a hard saying. Well, when I read the message, when I read my Bible, it tells me that a true minister is to edify and unify the body of Christ. He is not to bring division. He is not to speak ill of his brother. He is not to speak against the Pentecostals. The people in Pentecost are not bad. The people in the Baptist church are not bad people. The people that left the message 
are not bad people. But the spirit in them is what is terrible. Which is what we just say no to. So any person that hates any man in this world will not go to heaven. If you believe the message, you should say amen You should be able to meet any person on this world. God bless you. How are you? How have you been? How is your family? What is your work in your ministry? If you can't do that, you're not ready for a rapture. Oh, but they they formed a uh, they formed a they formed a, a group against me. They made a document against me. They accused me of things I never did. So they did with Jesus. But what did Jesus say? Father, forgive them. I tell you, bride of Christ, then listen to this service. They're here in the pew. If you can't forgive, you won't be forgiven. Hey, the problem is. The longer you're in the message, the greater chance an entitlement spirit can rise. Entitlement spirit. You're entitled. As the only group. Okay. The men, the men, the men that make themselves special are a denomination and they have a Catholic spirit. Amen. Amen. If you think bus is God and he can do nothing wrong, I'm sorry. You're following a man. I was in many churches, as I said. I've seen a lot of people come and a lot of people go in church. How many have seen that? A brother, a brother comes for a little bit and then he leaves. Usually it's because he came for a girl. But as soon as she says no, he's gone. <laughs> he was not your husband. You know who your husband is? The one when you say no to grows closer to Jesus. Vice versa. You can be in a relationship. And if you're if your boyfriend God bless you, sister. I feel the Lord wants us a time off. Don't get all offended. Don't get hurt by that. That's Jesus. Testing you. As the bride. 
Do you know why the rapture hasn't happened yet? To test you. If you'll continue loving Jesus. Do you know why the rapture didn't happen in 1977? To test your love. But you know why? Because I was born after 1977. This message is for me, not against me. Amen. Amen. Now, people have a problem with pastors. If your pastor is preaching, thus saith the Lord, you don't have a problem with your pastor. You have a problem with Jesus. Amen. People leave the message all the time. You know why they leave? I'm going tell you. Because they didn't see the life. Right, Sister Rebecca? Her children need to look at her mommy and see Jesus. Yeah. But their children need to look at their mommy and see Jesus. Not a frustrated mom. Not a mom that's screaming at her husband. Breaking down in front of her. Arguing all the time. Amen. I'm not, I hope I'm not offending you. When I talk about Sister Rebecca, I'm talking about the bride. I'm talking about girls that aren't even married. Treat your boyfriend with respect. Boys, treat the girl with respect. She might not be your wife. Amen. We're coming down. The pastor or minister must not bring division. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. How many are loving the message? Amen. It's 1230. We got about 10 more minutes. Is that right, Brother Bus? 1 Corinthians chapter 1. You're all invited to come to Brother Gideon's. And we're going to preach there at 3 or 3.30. Amen. It's not all about bus. I don't just preach with one brother. I don't want to just preach with one brother. Because don't forget, this is why the message came. Because unity in the faith. I want to be a Timothy that was true to Paul. And continue the unity of the faith. How many believers want to be that? And I'm here to tell you, you might have to humble yourself. And ask them to forgive you. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 1. You can follow along. I'm going to read it in the Amplified. 
Verse 10. I urge you, believers. I urge you, Uganda. By the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That all of you be in full agreement in what you say. And that there be no division. Can we say amen? But that you be perfectly united in your way of thinking and in your judgment about matters of the faith. Amen. We need to judge matters of faith. When a brother starts preaching, he's the eighth messenger. You leave that ministry, amen. When a brother tells you he has a special gift of healing, you leave that ministry. Because my absolute is Jesus Christ. My life is Christ-centered. You try to tell me I need to lift up a man? I'll call it the way it is. You are anti-Bible. You are anti-Christ. When you have a, a, a group of men that are in the message, try to dictate a young man and tell him his ministry should go here. His ministry should be quiet. You are guilty of denominational spirit. I said you're guilty. We need young men to run with the message. That's what the prophet said. Why are men that are 50, 60, 70 years old? Why are men? Not letting young men preach. There's one reason. Because they think young men are not ready to preach. They also think that their ministry should continue until the rapture. That is absolutely false. Because this man can preach. This man can preach. You can preach. You can preach. You can preach. Brother in the back in the white. You can preach the gospel. But we've been in the message for 60 years. This brother has to sit under our ministry for 40 years. That is not from the message. Timothy was a young man. And Paul said this. Let no man despise like you. Let no man despise you young people. Who told you you have to be old to get married? Who told you you have to make a lot of money? You got that from the world. The Bible says if you love them, if you can provide for her, get married. Get married to Jesus. You don't need money. You won't be popular. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes, women. I'm thankful for a grandma that believes the message. I mean, myself. She transcribed the message. I didn't get it, brother. She transcribed the message, my grandma. 
My grandpa, for 36 years, edited and made the message. Hey, Jajawe yajango bubaka mumarobo zinabu wandika kumpapura. Praise God. Every single English message. My grandparents did them. My grandpa made a little card that talks about the message. This little tiny piece of paper. Pastors have given their heart to the Lord. And now they have congregations that are thousands. You see, people think we need to get them to church. When you witness you're trying to get them to your church. But Brother Bradham said, don't get them to a church. Get them to Jesus. Don't get them to Tim Andes. Don't think you need special prayer from Tim Andes. Don't think you need prayer from your pastor. You can speak the word and you can believe the word. That is the third pole. Spoken word. It's the original seed. It's the original faith. If you believe the message of the hour, you will do what the prophet said. Amen. As we come down to a close, God wants to be personal to you today. Who wants to serve a God of 2,000 years ago? No. Who wants to serve a living God? You know where the living God is? Living in people. That believe the message of the hour. Living in people that read the message every day. Now I'm going to discern right now. Brother Abe, Brother Abebe. God is hearing you. When is the last time you listened to the message? In all honesty. When you listened. When's the last time? When did you last listen to the message? Yesterday. Yesterday. Now you're worried. I'm going to call you. Out. Some of you just got condemned, didn't you? Some of you haven't even listened to the message all week. You're not ready for the rapture. You say you're ministers of the gospel. But you go and talk to five ministers and get their thoughts. I'm only 29 years old, but I have a revelation. I only want, Brother Bus, the thoughts of God. Amen. Amina. How many sisters and brothers here want the thought of God for their life? Then you don't need to go to a man. You need to go to Jesus Christ. Let's stand. Saints of God, 
God will make a way for you. God is still working in your life. God is not done yet. But if what has been spoken has condemned you, you should come to the altar and be prayed for. Or just come and touch the brother next to you. Sisters, touch the sister next to you. Pray for him. Let's do that right now. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this message that you gave. To help us to come back to our house. Have a Christ-centered life. Help us, God, not to listen to others' opinions. But help us to take your thoughts. Your thoughts become our thoughts. As a minister of the gospel, I ask for forgiveness of all that hear this service. If they can't say, they read their Bible yesterday and read the message yesterday. Help them to repent. To turn away from their unbelief. And the unbelief is what leads to drinking. The unbelief in their life right now is what is leading them. To doubt, to doubt the message. Jesus, have mercy. Have mercy on our sisters that are wearing makeup. Have mercy on them, Jesus. On our sisters that wear sexual clothes. Try to appease man. Forgive them. Forgive our brothers that talk like the world. That swear like the world. That take their name in vain. Jesus is here. Jesus, you said in your word. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Then right now, prove yourself. Prove yourself. Come to someone's life right now. The pillar of fire is here right now. The cloud by day. What's to lead you, sister? The same pillar of fire. The same cloud in 1963. What did you see in 1963? I saw Jesus. How many see Jesus in the message? How many say, Lord, forgive me of my wrongs? Forgive me of my sin, Lord Jesus. If I die today, I want to go home and be in your presence. I don't want to be found like Abraham with Isaac. May I not be in the message a rich young ruler. Right now I want you to pray for your friend. I want you to pray for your unsaved loved ones. I want you to pray for your mama. I want you to pray for your daddy. And say, God, once more, restore them love. Restore fellowship in my family, Lord Jesus. Restore the prodigal. They might not never come to your church. But still believe. 
Can believers in Uganda, can you believe? He's still working. God's still working in your heart. God's doing a surgery right now. Just let God do a surgery. All unbelief out. And replace it with faith. You want to be a sweet young lady? You want to be beautiful? Read the Bible. And let it dress you. If you read your Bible and you pray, I guarantee it, your spirit will be different. And when you read the message, it'll show you who you are. You are Rebecca. You are Ruth. You are Mary. You're Rahab. You're Rahab. That's who I am. Brother Branham knew who he was. The bride of Jesus. Elect lady in Africa. We're only 50 people here. But we're the bride. We're the word bride. How will you know if you're the bride? By your life. Amen. I want to bring down that presence, the angel love. When we praise God, hallelujah means praise God. The prophet said in Africa, hallelujah means the same thing. Is that right? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we might speak different languages. We have a language that is the same. It's a heavenly language. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, we thank you. And Lord, we
Touch Jesus. Come on, yes. Pastor, come. Oh, hallelujah. How? 